Northwestern basketball is back in action tonight against Illinois. Can they bounce back after a tough loss? Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody and welcome to Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today and every day. We really appreciate it. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find this and we're also available on YouTube just check just search locked on northwestern you can find us there wherever you are listening make sure that you are subscribed you turn on notifications you don't want to miss an episode as we continue to pump out content every week um but yeah let's jump right into it uh, i'm your host Carter Bird And Northwestern basketball is back in action tonight at 8 p.m. They take on Illinois at home on the Big Ten Network. They'll be, um, well, I'm excited for this because it'll be our second look at those Chicago's own by the players jerseys that they wore against DePaul. I do, if I do recall that correctly. So we will get to see those again. I think they're, some of the cleanest uniforms in all of college basketball, and I am excited to see how those look uh, at home here again tonight on a Big Ten Network broadcast, a Big Ten game, um, a big matchup, in-state matchup. Um, Their last game, Northwestern lost to Ohio State 73-57 to at home. Yeah, it was not a great performance. That's The score is a little misleading there. Ohio State got out to a 34-8 lead. Um, Chris Collins was not very happy about it. and He talked about how you can't win games shooting the way that they did. 9-1 run to finish the half for Northwestern. Cut the lead to 18-35-17. So you had a little bit of momentum. Um Various things happened. You weren't able to really build off it all that much. You win the second half, 42-38. Chase Audige had 16 points, uh, but clearly it was not enough as they dropped this one um, by 16 points. It just was not not Northwestern's night at all out there on the court. Ninth, but it was Chase Aldi's ninth consecutive game with double figures. Uh, Matt Nicholson, he had 13 rebounds. It was a career high for him. He had eight offensive boards, something that Chris Collins uh, noted in his post-game press conference, how just impressive that number is. And almost equally and even more crazily um, impressive, somehow – he didn't have any points. He didn't have a single bucket on those eight offensive rebounds for the seven-foot big man. I mean, that that doesn't happen in college basketball. Um, 
so it was a tough night for him on offense, but at least he did crash the boards. Uh, Northwestern coming into this game tonight. They are 10 and three. It is their best start since toward the 2016, 17 season. Um, some of the strength of schedule stuff is starting to look a little bit better um, with one of those three losses being um, to Pitt, who last night, by the way, got their fourth conference win. They are 4-0 in conference play with an upset. I believe it was at Virginia, if I'm uh, a ranked Virginia team, if I'm recalling correctly. So that avenged one of those losses. Pitt is all the way up to, um, I believe, they are all the way up to 64 in the Ken Palm. Their other loss to Auburn, 19 in the Ken Palm. And then Ohio State, who is 11 in the Ken Palm. So they have um, losses. Their losses, this Northwestern team, have come to good teams at the very least. Uh, you can be thankful about that. But it is the best start for Northwestern since 2016-17 that season. Uh, and the defense has led the way. They are eighth nationally and second in the Big Ten in scoring defense, allowing just 57 points per game. 57 flat, that is. Uh, that's impressive there. Should allow you some uh, breathing room on offense, which has not been the most consistent thing this season. Northwestern now leads the nation in uh, two opponent opposing two point field goal percentage, opponents are shooting just thirty nine point one percent from two against the Wildcats. Northwestern is ninth in Ken Palm's uh, defensive efficiency uh, rating, which is pretty impressive. I mean, when you look at it, um, one of the best teams in the country on the defensive end uh, last time out maybe was not the best um there there's only by my count one team in the big 10 ahead of northwestern on that list actually northwestern has moved up to eighth uh in defensive efficiency as of this morning um two ahead of a team that they've already played this year in auburn um but yeah, defense has led the way 100%. Chase Audige on the offensive end, he leads the team uh, with 15.4 points per game. He has been in double figures in 11 of 13 games so far this year. Ubui, he's next, averaging 13.8 points per game. Ubui's kind of been a little bit uh, inconsistent this year. He's had some incredible, huge outbursts, uh, but then had some kind of subpar offensive games. Not very efficient all year long. If he, if those two guys, Chase Audige and Boo Booey, can become efficient threats on the offensive end, uh, I think you're going to see a very dangerous Northwestern team. Matt Nicholson leads the team on the glass with 6.8 rebounds per game. He has... Uh, consecutive double-digit rebounding performances uh, coming into this one. It's been um, a great effort by him recently on the glass. He's made a lot of progress. Um, last game, obviously, was not the offensive performance you wish you got out of him, 
But um, as long as he keeps giving you that effort on the glass, I think you're going to continue to see him out on the court, especially in Big Ten play when you run up against these really big opposing big men. Uh, in just a second, we're going to take a look at Illinois, who they are coming into this one uh, and the series kind of between these two. But first, let's talk about our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball and really any other sport you could possibly want, we've got it all at Bet Online. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Also, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every single day. Make sure to check out Locked On Sports today. The biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less. Plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So what do we know about Illinois? Illinois entering this game, they're 9 and 4 on the season, 0 and 2 in conference play. Those coming in a 71-66 loss at Maryland uh, early in December. Uh, and then they followed uh, that up about a week later with a 74-59 loss to Penn State at home. Not the start that they want in conference play, but in between those two games, they did have an an impressive 85. That that Maryland team, by the way, at the time they played was ranked 22nd. But in between that loss to Maryland and that loss to Penn State. Uh, this Illinois team had an impressive 85-78 overtime win against number two at the time, Texas. Very impressive win. It's not their only impressive win that they have on the year. They also have a 79-70 win over, again, at the time, number eight, UCLA. They also have a 73 44 victory over Syracuse. So this team has played a difficult schedule. They also have some loss, some losses too to some good teams. They have a 70-61 loss to uh number 16 Virginia and they have a 93-71 loss at Missouri. So it's been kind of hit or miss this year. They are capable of beating just about anyone 
in college basketball, but then they're capable of losing um, to just about any power six high major team out there as well. They won their last matchup 85-52 over Bethune-Cookman on Thursday. Dane Danger uh, led the team with a career-high 22 points. Uh, Texas Tech transfer Terrence Shannon Jr. leads the team this year in scoring with 17.8 points per game. So he's going to be the guy that you circle when you're watching this one. Uh, somebody to keep an eye on. He is a dangerous threat for them. They're looking for their first win of this, their first conference win of the season in the last AP poll. I think I think this is a credit for them being a nine and four team. 0-2 in conference play. It's a credit to the schedule that they've played, the wins that they've accumulated. They did receive some votes in the AP poll this past week. Um, and that going into this matchup, this will be the 187th meeting between these two teams, making it the second most played series in Northwestern history. Uh, over the course of this series, Illinois leads the series 144 wins to 42 losses. So it's been pretty lopsided, uh, but more recently it's been a little bit more even. At home, Northwestern has won six of the last 13 in this uh, series, which they obviously get Illinois at home tonight uh, so that's an advantage for Nor northwestern going into this one in their last meeting uh number 13 illinois won the matchup 73 66 northwestern kind of a similar story to uh their last game against uh, ohio state when they played this matchup against illinois last season northwestern trailed by 18 points um and they cut it all the way down to, to one with 616 left. Um, ended up losing by seven, but they they dug a big hole that weren't able, able to overcome. Ty Berry led the way with 16 points, going four of six from three in that one. So that's what happened the last time these two teams met. In a second, we're going to talk about Northwestern and their ability to bounce back from what was one of their worst performances of the year on sunday but first let's let's uh take a moment and th thank you for being uh for making locked on northwestern your first listen today now make sure you check out locked on sports today for your second listen peter bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked on Sports Today podcast available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. All right, let's talk about this. Northwestern, can they bounce back? I think they can. I think they can. But what you can't do. One, you have to shoot better than 21.2% from the field in the first half. I think Chris Collins said in his post-game press conference at one point it was 6 of 28 to start the game. That's not good enough. At one point it was 2 of 24, um, which, again, not good enough. You have to um, 
in these conference games that are difficult to get wins in. You have to be competitive. You have to hit shots. I know Northwestern's not this highly explosive offense that's going to put up tons and tons and tons of points, but they have to be better than what we have seen or than what we saw on Sunday because that was by far their worst offensive performance of the year. You can't fall behind. You can't dig a huge hole. You can't fall behind 34 to 8 and expect to win a game in this conference. It doesn't matter who you're playing. You can can play the best team in the conference. You can play the worst team in the conference. If you dig yourself a 26-point first half hole, you're not going to come back and win many, if not any, games. You may not win a single game like that. Uh, You have to shoot better in every aspect. You you need to be uh, shooting better than what? They were 28.4% from the field. Uh, 29% from three, those aren't good enough. Those numbers need to be, well, from the field, you need to be at least in the 40s. So you're well off from that. And from three, you got to be at least in the 30s. Um, So you're a little bit off from that too. You also, you weren't good at the free throw line. Uh, You were just 58.8% at the line. Again, shooting the ball, it's just not good enough. This team needs to be, tougher this team needs to um be more physical because in that last matchup ohio state just took it to you from a physicality standpoint and you looked a little shocked by it if you're northwestern um hopefully this team and this team talked about in the postgame press conference you had chase audition ty berry um they talked about how they were going to have to go back and watch the film get prepared, get ready for this matchup versus Illinois. Um, And I think they will show up. I think there will be motivation to be tougher. Um, You got to be stronger going to the rim. There are too many, um, too many shots, opportunities at the rim that got blocked because guys didn't go up hard enough. Um, So I'm looking for that. If you're Ty Berry, um, maybe cool it on the flopping. Don't want to get called for another tech. Um, but yeah, this like you need to be more efficient shooting the ball, especially your guards. Boo Booey going three of 15, three of 10 from three. Chase Audish, six of 17, two of nine from three. Even Ty Berry, not his most efficient game, four of 11, two of seven from three. Robbie Barron, one of seven. Uh, Matt Nicholson down low. O of seven. So one of 14 with your big men. Somebody's got to pick up the slack. Um, something that was talked about. Brooks Barnheiser played um, a very good game or not a very good game. He played a solid game. He gave this team an energy boost when they needed it last time out. Uh, and he actually was the most efficient shooter, making both of his free throws and going two of three from the field. So maybe you see him start to uh, step up as we move forward. This is going to be a fun matchup tonight. I believe um, Illinois is a three-and-a-half-point favorite by what I have seen. Um, I think it'll be exciting. I um, Northwestern's coming into this one ranked... 61st in the Ken Palm, while Illinois is coming into this one ranked 
28th in the Ken Palm. The over-under is 134. If I had to make a guess, I'm going to say this hits under. And I'm going to say Northwestern actually covers three and a half. The, the ESPN matchup predictor uh, actually predicts Northwestern to win the game slightly. Gives them a 50.7% chance to win this with Illinois with a 49.3% chance to win this. So those are going to be our picks uh, brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. We're going to take Northwestern as the underdog with the plus three and a half, and we're going to take under 134, uh, and that's going to be our picks for this one. We'll see how it plays out tonight at 8 p.m. on the Big Ten Network. That'll do it for today's episode. We appreciate you tuning in. Thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. We really appreciate it. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find us. Um, We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us there and uh, wherever you're listening. Just make sure that you're subscribed. You turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode. Uh, We will be back tomorrow, probably breaking this game down. Uh, Until next time, uh, I'm your host, Carter Bird. You can follow me on social media at CarterBird13. I'll see you all next time.